welcome to another edition of the Lakers Locker Room. I'm your co-host, Tejon Graham. Alongside me is my guy, the one, the only, Mr. Jason Little. Jason, how are you doing today, man? Fantastic. Thank you, Tejon. So in this episode is the sixth installment of our Senior Send-Off Series, where we dedicate each episode to graduating seniors from one of our respective Nipissing Lakers sports teams. So in this episode, we're going to be talking to five seniors who will be graduating from the women's soccer team. We have Miss Cassidy Cohonen. Cassidy, how are you doing today? Just fine. How are you doing, Tijon? I'm good, thank you. We also have Miss Cameron Brody. Cameron, how are you doing today? Good, yourself. I'm good, thank you. We also have Miss Abby Rowe. Abby, how are you doing today? I am good, thank you. We also have Miss Madison Logan. Madison, how are you doing today? I'm good, how are you? I'm great, thank you. And lastly, we have Miss Jess Moran. Jess, how are you doing today? Oh, fine and dandy. Fantastic. So let's get right into it. So 2020 was obviously a year full of unprecedented that no one saw coming. So Jessica, I'm going to start with you. Looking back at it now, what was the one thing that you took away from 2020? I think 2020 just really allowed me to try new things. Like it's hard, like, and especially in Ontario right now, I'm living in Alberta now, but everything is just, you can't do anything almost. So you really have to find like what you're passionate about. I got really into biking because um, there wasn't a lot of other physical activities uh, to do with other people. So a lot of individual sports and yeah, I, I'm pretty happy with it. I think it's stuff I can carry on throughout my life. So I'm, yeah. For you personally, Abby, how would you say you personally handle the pandemic? Because obviously when you look at it, a lot of people handle it different ways. You know, some people thrive through the pandemic. Some people went through some mental health situations and weren't really comfortable. So for you personally, how would you say, looking back from a year ago that you were able to handle the pandemic? Um, I would say like, it was definitely tough for me and like a big aspect was not having the sports and also like not being able to like reach out and like see family and friends as much just because like that's a huge aspect of my life like spending you know Christmas Thanksgiving with your family and also like I've been like playing sports since I was little so not having soccer like that whole time was pretty tough like it kind of like Jess was saying, it made you kind of reach out to different ways to stay active because obviously like it was difficult to keep that motivation and stuff, even like studying. But, you know, we tried our best we could do, you know, Zoom calls, stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah, Jess touched on it just now, but this is for any of your girls. Were there any new hobbies that you guys picked up during quarantine that you guys are starting to do regularly now since the pandemic? Jess got me into biking too, which I love. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm honestly, I'm trying to bike too because biking is such amazing cardio. Like I'm just, I'm so trying to get back into it. Like it's so much fun. What yeah, it is. yeah, for sure. What about you, Camera? Was there any new skills or new activities that you picked up during the pandemic? I'm trying to think because like I'm from a small town. So I like horseback riding all that. I could still do it because my, like we own a farm and everything but definitely a lot more like hikes with my dog and going for walks and you couldn't really go to the gyms or anything like that so just anything to stay active and just get outside while you could obviously now you know like i said it's been a, a long year and we're hopefully near the end of the finish, finish line because um you know vaccines are coming in by the way jace i didn't tell you so today is may 16th i'm recording this so on friday i actually got the first shot of my vaccine i didn't tell you so hopefully you did, friday too. Yeah. You did too no yeah. which one did you get Pfizer. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yo, the lineup is crazy. But even when you book an appointment, Jason, the lineup is crazy. You didn't tell me the lineup was be crazy. I was chilling. I got it nice and early, so I maybe ten people ahead of me. That was it. So pretty chill. You know what's crazy? Like I was just about to go to my dad's house. All of a sudden, I was like, "Yo, Tasha, can you give me a health card? Or what? We're taking the vaccine." I'm like, "We're taking the vaccine." <laughs> oh, you know why? Then my mom said, "Why?" So, oh, because um. The next batch is like Johnson, Johnson, like AstraZeneca. So I was like, blood clots? Nope. Freaking. Like, Pfizer is that, uh, that bougie stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> like, I was like, nah, like we're taking Pfizer, like take it now. I was like, all right, bet. But uh, anyway, so obviously along with the pandemic, you know, unfortunately all of our season got canceled. So Cassie, I'm going to start with you. When you found out the season was canceled, which would have been your last season, what was your reaction? Um, I mean, obviously I was not jumping for joy. That's for sure. I, we, we were lucky enough to kind of maintain 
somewhat of a training period in the in like the early fall where we were able to kind of get together as a group and still train which was so essential like Abby said we're all athletes from very very young age so losing that element of your life kind of puts you through a bit of an identity crisis where you're going like what do I do now who am I right what do I do with my my hands or my feet so um it, it was it was tough especially on top of that, going to an online virtual school as well, because it was just a double whammy. It's like, you're supposed to graduate and walk across the stage. You're supposed to have your senior day and get your flowers and be with our girls and have those photos and, and everything for our memories. So it definitely felt like there was a grieving period. It was weird. It was like some strange loss that you don't know how to really deal with, but we all kind of rebounded and like, you know, Cam and, and Jess, touched on too right you do your own thing you stay active we're we're all athletic people so we're gonna find ways we're gonna bike we're gonna hang out we're gonna go for walks with Juno and and do what we can right so yeah I don't know I definitely wasn't uh definitely wasn't thrilled but there may be a guest appearance return in the fall from two of us at least so stay tuned <laughs> Madison, how would you say for you personally, you were able to stay locked in with your training? Because obviously the pandemic was really hard for some people mentally. So it got really hard. It was very easy to get very complacent, you know, especially when you're thinking it's not going to be seasons. Like, oh, you know, why do I got to work out? You know, it's not going to be seasons. But for you personally, especially with the soccer team, because you're a sport, a lot of football in terms of the OUA in general was like one of the first uh, seasons of the year. Like you guys started in pretty much August. So for you personally, how were you able to stay locked in during the pandemic in case there was a season you were ready to go? Um, I'd say in the beginning, I felt like it was kind of hard for everyone. Like everyone kind of struggled because we didn't really know what was going on. What really, what really kept me going was my sister used to play in the OUA. So we kind of like motivated each other to keep working out, even on days where we didn't really want to. So I think that was like the main thing that helped me get through it. Yeah. So uh, kind of more on a personal note for all you guys um, with the pandemic, it's obviously been a lot on a lot of people around Canada mentally. Um, what is something you guys have taken out of this personally? Like, you know, growth-wise from the pandemic? I, uh, I guess I could touch on it real quick, but I have like kind of an alter ego life where I'm also a writer and a poet. So it gave me a lot of time to myself to kind of switch my priorities and work more on my craft artistically, which was really nice. And having that ability to kind of segue into those more intellectual fields rather than the athletic field was nice to kind of balance out and, and get used to not having soccer all the time as well. So I think it was definitely important to find time for myself to write and create and to just, you know, feel my other passions, which might be a silver lining as we're all kind of in this strange transition from athletic identity number one to then retired athlete kind of identity, right? So it, it's a struggle, I think, for everybody. And I still feel like I put it on my polo today and went, this is weird, right? So. Yeah. yeah yeah especially jason since you always talk about what's the what's the one thing you always talk about the identity crisis you know the identity when you, crisis yeah seriously yeah, sports leaving school it's honestly I, I swear i just from uh, i had an injury in my first year and not being able to play basketball for even that small amount of time which at the time felt like it was forever you really kind of lose who you are you attach yourself too much to one thing and it definitely does take a toll on people mentally because you're kind of lost so well, yeah, Jess can attest to that. She really rebounded from some like pretty substantial injury with her knee. So she could definitely uh, speak to that, I think. Yeah. And I got injured in my third year, but uh, missed that season. And then my fourth year was the COVID. So I missed that season, but I found that I really got into coaching because um, the youth leagues in North Bay were still running and um, I really found a passion there. So I, I don't plan on playing competitively anymore. I think more just recreational, maybe some beer league, that kind of fun <laughs> stuff. But I want to keep soccer in my life. I think I'm more leaning towards coaching now, which is, it's kind of fun. I found another passion of mine. Which I think is awesome. I think, and I've said this many times too, the beauty about the pandemic is that the pandemic really gave people an opportunity to see other interests outside of the sport. Because, you know, when you're an athlete growing up, all you think about is, okay, I got to get to the pros. I got to get to the pros. I want to be professional. I want to do this and that. And that doesn't always happen. So obviously, like Jason said, you know, with identity crisis, then you graduate because people say this too so many times in the podcast, you know, like four or five years goes by like that. Like you think, you know, your first year, oh, five years is a long time. And then before you know it, you wake up, you're like, it's senior night. Like you have a cap and gown on, you're done. It's like, damn. 
So I think the beauty about the pandemic is that it really gave people an opportunity to see what other things outside of sports they really like to do. Like some people like to do biking, some people like to read. For me, like I do, you know, I like to do video creating, like I got really involved with social justice stuff after the past year. So it really gave people to the opportunity to really, you know, make this a more versatile, really, like really broaden their identity. Because before we were, all of us were just a student athlete and maybe that, maybe one other thing. But now we can say we're this and that. And, and then we can leave student athlete all the way at the bottom of the list, which is pretty cool. So mm -hmm. staying on the student athlete thing, you know, one of the things that came with, you know, no season was online school. <laughs> so Cameron, how are you able to adjust to the new normal of online school this year? Because a lot of people handled it in different ways. But what was it like for you? I found the first semester wasn't as bad because we were still in North Bay and we were still able to practice. So that was a, that helped definitely. But second semester being at home just with placement and everything, it was a lot of you not that you cram it into one day, but you really need to like focus and try to get the work done because there's so many other things that you'd rather be doing. Even when it was cold out, it's like, oh, skiing if when we weren't in lockdown or just go outside. It's almost like you try to procrastinate it, but then you actually get it done, so. Yeah, what about you, Abby? Um, I found like for Cameron and I in nursing, it wasn't like too much of a difference. Like obviously, being in the hospital, like doing our clinical placement during a pandemic was like a crazy experience for sure. But we are lucky because uh, we are still able to like get those hospital hours in our first semester and then complete our full placement in the second semester, which, yeah, the other like nursing years didn't get that. I don't think first, second or third years were at the hospital at all. So we are lucky in that sense for sure. Right. So obviously, you know, Another thing about this season two is, uh, unfortunately too, because we didn't get a lot of practice time, you know, you guys notice every year coming in, there's always new people on the team that come in, people leave. And obviously this year it was really different because they didn't really, the, the freshmen that came in didn't really get the experience of what it's like to actually be a student athlete, you know, with the locker room and, you know, game days and all that type of stuff. So especially with chemistry, you know, especially with soccer, you know, you obviously have to build team chemistry, you know, it's vital for success. So Madison, I'm going to ask you, from the short period of time though, all sports were able to, you know, practice at Nipissing, how were you guys able to build chemistry with the new the new players coming on the team? Yeah, um, I think we were kind of lucky. Um, some of the new players I've known for a while, it's like one of my best friend's younger sisters. So I think that really gave like some of the older students like a segue into meeting the newer girls because we already had one person that we knew. So I think that was uh, pretty vital as well as the few practices we did get in. I think that really gave us a chance to get to know everyone new instead of just meeting online. Do you think was really nice? Yeah. Now, in terms of uh, accountability for the younger guys, um, during the pandemic, obviously, it's a lot different than being able to kind of give them crap on the field or in the weight room or whatnot. So, how have you guys been able to keep the younger the younger ones accountable all the time? Well, I have to be no just kidding we have a really great group our incoming rookies i want to just plug them real quick here and say that we have got some amazing talent that came in this year and we were you know pretty upset about not getting to actually compete alongside of them because we would have had a very very promising season so that one really hurt us but in terms of keeping them accountable uh it was tricky at first right it's things get I don't want to use the word cliquey because it's not, but you, you gravitate towards your people, right? You have your, you know, we're obviously a group and the other years are groups and we're pretty intermixed, but you get a group of younger girls coming in who don't know us and they're going to kind of stick and stick to their side of the field and do their thing. So we had to kind of push a few times and break through and say, you know what, come on over, like join us in. Right. So there was, you know, there's still the, you know, you carry the ball bag and you, you make sure the equipment gets here and you get into signing in last and all those little perks of being the uh, upper years so there wasn't anything uh, crazy going on by any means but we kept them in shape and we kind of have a system where we kind of pick um, a rookie that's almost like a little sister to us who will kind of mentor so that kind of helps us um, bridge the gap a little bit more and then kind of create a, a bit of a bond there so Samantha Brooks is my rookie this year and she's a fire of a player so her and I got to know each other pretty well and we'll still catch up once in a while and in the off season and uh, kind of keep an eye on them so we're all much very much just bigger sisters kind of overlooking them that's awesome yeah that's fantastic I really like that I think it's pretty good 
Um, Jess, I want to ask you this, especially since you alluded to earlier about, you know, you getting um, passionate with the coaching side, you know, staying on leadership, and we've asked this question multiple times, but for you personally, what do you think is the most important character trait to have to be an effective leader? Yeah, I, I think it's like a whole combo of traits. I think one thing I just, I really, I, I love hearing feedback from my young athletes that I coach. It's just a, a really good feeling. Um, I, I just, um, really stay, I don't, I'm not good with words. I need cast my human thesaurus. <laughs> um, I would say like super positive and optimistic leader. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I pride myself on that for sure. Um, I always stay positive. I love seeing my, the development of my athletes, especially, and I, yeah, I, I want to work with girls. Like I usually work with them around like under 12s, under when they're just starting to get competitive too. So they're actually there for themselves now at this point. Um, they're not just there because their parents are forcing them to play kind of thing. So it's that positive feedback from them as well as I, I give it and I see it come back to me. I think it's really important. That's awesome. You touched on it too, just now, just and the camera, I want to ask you this too. You know, year after year, you guys we're really improving. Like you guys were a perennial playoff team. You guys were getting home court, just talking to, you know, to one of your players, Michaela. If there was a season this year, especially based off your pretty good success over the last couple of years, what were your expectations of how far this team could have really gone? I feel like every season, and we've said this since we first come in, it's you always want to get to championship, go to nationals and like anywhere it is, that's always the goal. But of course the first goal is, Oh, you always want to make playoffs. And then, which we did the past two years. And it's like, okay, then next one's like final four. And then, so it always, since first year, we always said our last year, we definitely want to go. And that expectation was still held for this year. If there would have been a season. Yeah. What about you, Cassie? What were, what was your, what were you looking forward to the most? Had there been a season in terms of how far this team could have really gone? Yeah. I, I kind of left off still wanting last season and actually three of us were still wanting Abby and Jess and I were all watching that last playoff game because we were all injured which was a quite crappy feeling to have and to feel like we were unsatisfied with how that turned out so I came in guns blazing like I was at top fitness and I I was ready to go and give it my all and just you you look for that that last push when you're a senior to just burn it all out and give it everything and like Cam said championship is always on our radar and there were so many times this year during practice like I said where Nick our our assistant coach Nick and I would be looking at each other going like this is a this is a championship team right here like this is a good group yeah this is a talented group so don't get me wrong promising horizon you know right above right now and then this upcoming season with the group that we've got and I don't know the incoming class this year but uh the trajectory has definitely gone up since since this group came in. I will give us kind of a pat on the back for that. So, yeah, I think the beauty about your group is that year after year, you guys just stuck together and you said you just put your head down, and went to work. You know, so many times, you know, especially when the states, for example, you know, especially with basketball, for example, you know, every year there's like it's like a revolving door. You know, people come in, play for one year and gone. But for obviously Canadian sports in general, we're talking about Nipissing. You know, we're here to get our education right. We're not looking to you know be one and done and go to the pros and whatnot. So it gives people an opportunity to really build that camaraderie. And I can just see from afar the year after year, you guys are getting better and better and better. You guys kept pushing and knocking on the door. And it's really unfortunate because you guys, like you said, Cassie, you know, some of you ladies were injured last year. So you guys didn't get the opportunity to really help your team the playoffs. And then you're hoping that this year, you know, we can come back and let's really do this. And then the pandemic just killed all those plans. You're like, damn. Like, let's break dust. I know. But. Yeah, like for me personally, like going into our second year, I've said like honestly, like I really thought for my team person at the Boston, I really thought we could definitely make the playoffs last year because we had 10 freshmen last year. We were all like 18, 19, 20 years old, and we missed the playoffs by two games. So I'm thinking coming back this year, you know, the whole group got one year older, we're better, we're we all work really hard, and then to not, not to have a scene is just like damn. Because I know how good the team was being, and we were kind of building that chemistry because the beat about our team too and i can tell from your team you guys are probably saying that we all really like to be around each other like we all hang out with each other we're all cool like we all kicking it out boys, yeah yeah exactly yeah like we all like to kick it so one of the things that was obviously missed this year was the locker room so abby i'm gonna ask you how much just talk about how much fun year after year you have in the locker room just you know meeting the girls and hanging out like the locker room has seen so many things it's seen good times bad times you know angry times when people might be you know 
throwing a chalkboard or some of that because someone's pissed off because someone messed up or even fights after practice because something got messed up. But for you personally, what has been the most joyous moments in the locker room over your years at Nipissing? Uh, the first thing that pops my head right away, and I know these guys will know what I'm talking about. We have it like on a video um, after most of like when we would win our games, we play the song like baby give it up. And I just have like the best picture in my head of us. Like after our big playoff win, when we beat UIT, I think it was four, nothing. We were all just yeah. in the, in the, the locker room, like shirts off, throwing it in the air, screaming. Like it was so much fun. And like, just so happy, so excited. Like I literally will keep that video forever. Like it was just such a good moment. Right. And like, I miss it. I miss that feeling. Like it was just such an awesome feeling. So I'm hoping we can get moments like that hopefully next season. It gives me chills to see you like mentioning yeah, that. Same, I know right? I can see us, we're all smiling. We're just like, yeah. oh, I was like, probably I feel the like best I moment. watch that video at least like once a week. <laughs> like I'm just like, <laughs> Yeah, we're the, yeah, we're the same way. Like last year, I think Jason contested when we won our first game last year against Ontario Tech, same team. Like I saw the picture, like we were all throwing water on the course, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, we were you lit. guys have a victory song that you play every time? Oh, we don't have a actually we don't have a victory song. Um Pop but, Smoke was bumping a lot though. Yeah. You cannot deny that. They, um, that was <laughs> no, but like, yeah, like we have like usually like Danny on our team, like I don't know if you guys know Danny, but Danny always runs the speaker before the game, so he always wheels it into the locker, you know it's not supposed to. But like, yeah, when we won that first game, like we were throwing water in the coach, like, yeah, like I saw the beat yeah. on my hand, like it's crazy. The best feeling. It's the best feeling, honestly. Yeah, Jess is always this on the speaker. We're like, Jess, fired up, man. Yeah. <laughs> I got it a couple times, honestly. Oh, yeah. It's always like, it down. Yeah, it's <laughs> DJ Jess. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I also remember before games too, like playing turbulence and like banging me. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That was a good, that was our first, our, we just did our first year, I think, right? After, yeah, that was our first season. Seniors, yeah, after the seniors left, they kind of took that tradition. With them. Yeah. We were like, oh, it's not the same. We <laughs> needed a, a different tradition. The locker room is just the best. Like, when you have, like, teammates, a team that everyone likes each other, kicks it, hangs out, like, can relate to each other. Like, the beauty about this whole student athlete experience is that we can all relate to each other in the sense of, I said this on the last episode, you know, Nipissing is already a small school as it is. But then when you really look at it at a microscopic perspective, it gets even smaller in terms of the student athlete community. And in terms of, you know, no one knows what it's like to be a student athlete, but the people in your team specifically in terms of, you know, no, you ladies know what it's like for each other to be, you know, student athlete on the women's soccer team at Nipissing, same schedule. You might have the same majors, you might have the same classes. Like that's something that really bonds us because people don't understand how hard it is to be a student athlete, how hard it is to, you know, balance stuff, you know, the mental aspect, which has been talked about a lot in this on this show is like, it's real, like mental health, people's mental health can really fluctuate and come in. Now, like for me personally, my first year, like confidence for me was like here one day, down the next, here one day, down the next. Like it's such an important thing that people really don't talk about. Um, so with that being said, you know, from first year until now, you know, that growth process is humongous. You know, you come in as a maybe 18, 19 year old kid, you leave in your early twenties. So I'm gonna ask you first, Jess, how would, what has been the biggest thing about you that has evolved in your life or for you personally from your first year until now I I well I agree with what you're saying like confidence for me has been a huge thing I came in um, I knew that there was girls a lot better than me on the team um, I was playing a different position obviously as goalkeeper but still I felt very intimidated um, but over the few years I got way more comfortable and confident especially getting closer with especially this group we have on the call today like I made these lasting friendships that I, I will have forever kind of thing. And yeah, I just, I've really developed into like from a kind of a young kid, young adult to like, now I feel like I'm an, I'm a fully independent adult now. And that's really been awesome for me. I think soccer was a great, a great way for me to get here where I am today. For sure. Cameron, what would you say is the biggest difference from first year Cameron to the one we see right now? Um, I feel like it's, yeah, similar to what you guys were saying. It's like the confidence because you come in and same thing Jess was saying, girls are a lot older. They've, they know the drill. They know like the routine of everything. And you come in feeling so unprepared compared to them. You don't really know what to expect, but even I remember first year, a few times, like even going to the gym or the library, it's like, okay, hey, you want to come with me just because you wouldn't want to go by yourself. But then as 
time goes on, you start to meet friends, even on other teams, just going to like game, like watching like basketball games or volleyball games, you make other friends and just hanging out and like supporting everyone. So you get a lot more comfortable too. I'm going to switch up the question for you last three ladies. So Abby, I'm going to ask you first, what has been the biggest lesson you've learned, you know, in terms of it can be about school, life, yourself, whatever, what has been the biggest lesson you've learned from your first year until now? Um, I would say like the one that pops into my head first would kind of be like, um, and obviously people are experiencing this a lot during the pandemic is to just like appreciate the small, simple things in life. Like everything doesn't have to be like a huge show or whatever, like even just simple things like going for a walk, like having lunch with your friends, having a great game, like you just kind of start to really appreciate all those moments and like those moments are kind of what you know at the end of the day or you had a great day because of them stuff like that and like also just kind of putting yourself in other people's shoes because obviously you know life can be very tough so it's nice to kind of see things from different perspectives too just kind of um, you know look out for one another what were you maddie i'm kind of relating to what abby said like just not like kind of relating so like looking at the small things like she said that's like a positive and like not letting it make make it the whole picture like it's not the end of the world if something bad happens because all the small things kind of accumulate to something good which I think is like what you should focus on instead of just the little things like the little negative things yeah what about you Cassidy yeah I mean for me personally in more of like a kind of Buddhist way but nothing is permanent, right? So whether it be a mood or a day or an event, there's always another one and there's always another day. And like, like Abby and Maddie said, it's, it's so important to, for me, at least I came in very close-minded, I think, and, and stuck within myself. And as I've grown over the last four years, I've looked outward and realized that every individual person has their individual journey and to just do what I can to make it easier for them to have a better life with me because it's more enjoyable to uh to to be happy together than to just be happy alone i think yeah yeah i think for me like i'm only going to my third year but i think already there's like two lessons i'm gonna cheat here but there's like two lessons that has really like stuck out to me that i've learned the first one is to always stay humble and the second thing is to just enjoy the moments i think for me in my first year jason knows this you know when i first came in you know in 19 i talked about this in another episode too when you come in from high school basketball league when you're coming from high, like this, actually you know this can be anything you know when you're coming from high school and like you're the person on your team if it's basketball soccer hockey football whatever and you're coming in with all these accolades in high school you know you can be active the year like you have all these friends and whatnot for some reason you have that kind of you know that kind of aura about you in terms of you know I'm the big person on campus you know like I deserve to play or whatever the case may be and I learned quickly you know that you know Shannon who's our co-captain tells me all the time you know you can never get too high you can never get too low like there's going to be some weeks where you you could be the best player in practice. Like you could be, you know, beating up on some of the seniors and you'd be talking trash and whatnot. But then the next, the next week they're coming back and they're, they're beating your ass. Like just to be straight up. They could be destroying you. They'd be talking crap back to you. You can't handle it. And then all of a sudden and you think, you know, your confidence is shattered. So I think the most important thing that I've learned is really just to, you know, be humble and, and just, just stay mellow at all times. Like just don't get too high and don't get too low. And secondly, especially with this year, it just really enjoy the ride because like a lot of athletes said, you know, Four to five years, especially with Avery said in the first episode, Jason from the World's Bobby team, like four or five years is like it's nothing. Like it goes five, five. Like if I if I had actually come out of high school, if I had actually gone to university like after my last year of high school, because I did a fifth year, by the way, ladies, if you guys know what I'm going with this, then I would already be going into my last year of university already. Like it would already be four years and I'm done. I I just thought that and I'm like, whoa. Like I'm about to be 21 next month. And like just not too long ago, I was in high school. It was like crap. Well, yo, think how long COVID's been. Two years. Like, it, it does not feel like it's been two years. It's just like, and that's the thing I've we've talked about in terms, I've talked about other people, like, next year with the uh, OUA and just U-Sports period, it's going to be a whole different league. Like, everyone's going to start out fresh. You know, all the teams that, you know, were dominant to have the same core group every year after year, it's going to be a brand new slate because no one knows who's who, who's the best player, who to look after, how to plan for this person. Like, it's going to be a whole new slate. So even if you were, didn't do pretty good in your first year, like, you have a fresh start to really hit the ground running. So I think that's just the, the biggest thing as well is to really just enjoy everything and take it for what it is. But, um, Jason, I'll give you this opportunity to ask the ladies about the advice because that's your part. 
Oh yeah. For uh, any of the young up and coming youngins, um, what would be some advice you have to, for them for in terms of school, lifestyle, sports, kind of the whole bang? I'll start with you. Jess, we'll start with you. Yeah, I think a, a big one is just relax. Like um, everything's very overwhelming coming into first year. And I, my grades weren't, they were okay, but they were never great. They weren't where I wanted to be. I was top of my class in high school. And like you said, I was like athlete of the year in high school. And then I come here and I'm just like, well, so discouraged because everything's just not going my way. So I just got really stressed out, I think. And I feel like I missed a lot of moments that if I just took the time to breathe, um, it would have been a lot better. I think it's important. Hey, what about you, Kim? What's, what's your number one advice for incoming student athletes? I find it's kind of similar to what the girls were saying before about the lessons they've learned during like the pandemic and everything. And it's just, don't take anything for granted. Like in, enjoy every practice. Cause especially for Jess and Abby, they weren't able to play third year or fourth year. So it's like, you never realize, and they always say this, you never realize when it's your last game, like anything could be. And just, even though some practices are tough and you might not like what you're doing or just enjoy it. Cause you'll look back and you will miss those hard times, the way you got pushed or even just the atmosphere. So just, enjoy it while you're there. Yep, Abby, if you were able to tell one of your, you know, your young players on the team, you know, one word of advice that would really sum up how to be successful as a student athlete in terms of, you know, on the field, off the field, balancing school, based off your experiences, what would it be? Um, I would say to sum up, like either off the field or on the field, finding what works for you would probably be my best advice, just because everyone's different. Everyone has their different strategies learn from other people, see different people's strategies and just find what works for you. And that would help them out with, you know, academics, studying, motivation, playing soccer. Like that's definitely would be my advice to them. I love that because it's the, it's the same, it's the same, you know, what it says, a wise person learns from other people's mistakes of a fool learns from his own. So I think it's really important, like you said, to be really kind of, because kind of laughing the bottom, but like, it's so true because like, honestly though, like it's when you see other people make the same mistakes, you're like, okay, not going to do that. <laughs> like you said, Abby, right? So I just really think it's really important that sometimes people are so narrow-minded because all they're thinking about themselves, you know, how can I get myself to university? But when you really think about it, when you actually step back and actually look at everything for what it is, you're like, okay, you know, that person maybe be partying too much, you know, not going to do that. Or this person is studying, getting your grades, but like they're stressed out because they don't have no social life. So like maybe I need to find the balance. Like I, like you said, I think, exactly. I think it's just really important. You said, find what works for you because everyone's different. Not everyone studies the same. You know, some people need to be let loose more than others. The same thing with, you know, being coach and being teammates, you know, when you're a leader, you know, some people you got to yell at them and, you know, get on the ass where some people you might say, you know, put an arm around them and say, listen, you know, the A, B, and C. So. Yeah, and it's even important, too, to, like, kind of, in terms of soccer, like, kind of learning other people's strategies, too. So, you know, what's the best way I can give this person feedback if they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing on the field? Like, is it just, like, a gentle, like, reminder, or do they need to be, like, kind of pushed more? So. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm going to ask a two-parter for this section for all you girls. So, once again, Jess, I'll start with you. What does it mean to you to be a Laker? And second, second question is, what does the future hold for you? Oh, just hit me with all the tough questions first. We don't hide it. We don't follow Because I joined the call first, isn't it? <laughs> no. Actually, actually, that too. Actually, I'll be honest with you. I, this is how I do it. I'm going to be completely honest. Like, that's free. <laughs> okay, so reminder, anybody else who has to do this call. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I know. Um, for me, I think to be a Laker, I... Uh, to be a Laker. What is it to be a Laker? <laughs> hmm. Cass, do you want to start? <laughs> I had an answer for the last one. I was ready to go. This one. Okay. I was like, no. This actually, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to pass and put this to Cass. Yeah. Cass, if you want to oh, answer that question, my apologies. You can go ahead. If you want to ask that question. Oh, I don't have an answer for this. Okay. I don't know. I want to find a friend. I need to think. Being a Laker, being a Laker. I know. I feel like I'm on TV right now. Like being a Laker. <laughs> no, for real, honestly being a laker like you said tijan it's it's very it, you have to be very humble because we are such a small and intimate group and we're a small community but that gives us an edge because we're the underdog so we come in and people don't expect the things that we put out and we come in and we we surprise them especially our team 
like we've said, we've grown over the last few years. We come in and there are teams that know, watch out because those Laker girls are tough. We are tough and we are passionate and we work our asses off. We, cause we, we don't have time to get complacent. We don't have a reputation to ride on the back of. We have to prove ourselves every single time we show up to play. And, and that's where our fierceness kind of comes from. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that, especially the underdog thing. Cause yeah, like I said, Nipsey is a very small school. And I remember someone asked, you know, like, why don't you, especially with me basketball, right? Why don't you, you know, want to go to the big schools like Ryerson and um, Carlton who won a championship? I'm like, the reason why I don't want to go to the schools because those schools already have legacies. There's already people there who are on the wall. They have Hall of Fame there, this and that. Why not go to a small school and build your own legacy? Because uh, let's just be honest, I think every team has this idea in the mind. I don't think Nipsey's ever won a national championship, period. So when you go into every year, you know, obviously you want to win a championship. But like you said, it's bigger than just a championship for your team because it's like which team is going to be the first team at Nipissing to bring a national championship to Nipissing. You know how big that can be? Like, obviously, the whole city of North Bay celebrating your team because you guys brought home a national championship. Like, yeah. that'd be crazy. I would love to see the locker room after that game. Oh, my gosh. Champions popping. The potential, like, the potential for growth is just exponential here, right? Like, it's it's a great feeling not feeling like, you know, oh, they've already been there, done that. They've already achieved greatness. No, like, we are really, truly, all of us in this room, including you gentlemen, are building a legacy here, which is pretty cool stuff so i'm with you yeah like especially like if you can like look back i don't know, like maybe five years when you graduate you say you know what and maybe like, your team you know was doing well because you know what you can say you know what we built that culture the reason why this team is so good and the reason why the team works as hard as they do you know have this like you said underdog mentality cast because we built that so because when people know when they come to you know never we don't bs we don't get complacent we work hard every day and we compete every single minute of any game and so we, I, I, I think it's important yeah, we've had that feedback, actually. We had um, a group of the alumni women from our soccer years put together a video for us when we made playoffs. And honestly, there were, were no dry eyes in that locker room because it was essentially a video of all these, you know, alumni graduates from all over the place saying like, holy crap, look at you ladies go. Like, this is what we wanted when we were there and you've done it. So it's happening. It, it really is. And I imagine that in four years time all of us will be looking at the program and going like Greg, yeah we're proud to be part of that that video was so cool it was awesome it might be sooner than you think but yeah but for you camera same thing what does it mean to you to be a laker and what does the future hold for you uh definitely a tough question but definitely it's like a bigger like extension of your family because it's a small school and even especially the team like always practicing together traveling together even with the men's team as well you just build a big family and everyone's there to support everyone. And especially with the coaches and they're like really good at reaching out, making sure you're okay, especially before a pandemic with the school and everything. And so no, it's a bigger family, which is definitely nice when you're away from home and your parents and friends and stuff. So. Yeah. What about you, Abby? Um, definitely very proud to be a Laker. Just like what Cam was saying about the whole like family, like our group of girls is just, everyone's amazing like such a good environment and coming in as a first year obviously like that's a scary thing to come into so it's just so nice that everyone was super welcoming stuff like that so it's a very nice sense of pride to have that feeling for sure yeah and then what would you say the future holds for you at this point uh well Cass and I are hoping to make a little a little return for uh next season so that will be very fun um and then yeah this summer i'm focusing on writing my NCLEX, becoming a registered nurse and hoping awesome. to work at the north bay hospital is the goal oh first of all one but it's may 16th i was saying yeah shout out to all the nurses because this i think over the past week was like nurse week so like shout out to all the nurses for real <laughs> seriously. Back. Yep. Oh, yeah. shout out to them seriously 1000 percent. this pandemic's been hard i don't know how they do it so shout out to them but yeah, Maddie, yeah, same question. What does it mean to you to be a Laker? And then what does the future hold for you? Um, I think uh, I, Cameron and Abby hit it on the head. Like, it's kind of like a family. Like, when you come in, you have a huge support system right from the start. And I think that really gets you through, like, your four years. And it's kind of like the mentality of a Laker. Like, you need help academically or, like, in your sport. And you have so many options. So I think that's, like, what generally means for me to be a Laker. Yeah. Yeah. I I think, yeah, I think I really agree. I love all your answers. I really resonate with what Cassie said. Is like you said, the underdog mentality, you know, like Nipissing is a very small school and like 
a lot of people, especially for me, I've said this story many times. Um, so in 2017, uh, Nibbissing or North Bay hosted AAA office basketball officer. It was Canada College Stats Nibbissing. So when I won, uh, you know, the championship for high school, which is obviously um, in Toronto, they said, you know, we're going to we're going to North Bay and Nipissing University for officer. I look around, I'm like, I asked my cool, what the hell is North Bay? I'm like, what the hell is Nipissing University? I never heard of this school in my life. And then I got there that weekend, it was, in, it was early March and it was freezing cold. And that same stairwell outside the, uh, the parking lot that goes into the, the athletic center was an ice rink. So as soon as we left on that Wednesday, I Jason, I said it's my time. I thought I was never coming here again. I'm not coming back to this place. I'm done. And Lord and behold, I'm a Nipissing Laker. <laughs> but hey, you got the crack in, man. When I found out about it, I don't know if you guys know who Turner Onion is. Yeah. Yeah. A little shameless plug, Turner. Uh, so he's from my town. We actually live pretty close. So um, good buddy of mine. He told me about Nipissing when I came up. It was summertime and complete opposite. Super hot, and then. The winter definitely was a surprise. It hit me like a truck that that winter. So, tiny the young ones, watch out for the winters. Bring your parkas. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Seriously. But yeah, Jason, you have any other questions for the girls? Or are you good? No, nothing. Nothing. Bad, bad, bad. Honestly, I'm gonna say this. So this is probably one of my favorite episodes because you girls have really came in and just super chill. You guys are easy to talk to. So really, thank you so much for making it so chill. I really appreciate all you girls. Seriously. You girls thank you for having us. Yes, no. thank you. Women's soccer, we're pretty chill, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now we're getting to have group more of gals. Yeah. And now we're about to have more fun. Cause we're getting to a quick hitter segment. So this is the part of the podcast where we have to guess a question and they have to answer as fast as possible. So Jason, do you have the answers ready? You did it last week. Yes. Okay. So I'm let's see. have one of the order of my screen. So Jess, you go first, then Cameron, then Abby, then Maddie, then Cassidy. Okay. So you guys are going to each answer the same question every time. Okay. Okay. So you're okay. just going to read it and then we're just going to. Yes. Yes. I'm going to read it. And then Jess will ask the question first, then Cameron, then Abby, then okay. Maddie, then Cassidy. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'll remind you of worst cases. Okay? Jess is scared. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> getting excited. <laughs> some people do good. Some people. Uh... I'm going to do horrible, but. Is I'm it about like the, what's the, what's the topic? You're about to find out. <laughs> All right, we about to cue the music. But uh, first question, Jess, who's your favorite musical artist? Oh my goodness, Luminaries. Okay, Cameron. Um, I'll go Halsey. Okay, Abby. Um, Luke Combs. <laughs> okay, Maddie. Uh, Adele. Okay, Cassidy. Currently. Girl in red. All right, I just your song you guys have on repeat. All right, Jess. Stubborn love. Okay. Yeah, Um. God, I don't know. Uh, some country usually. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Abby. Uh. Strangers like me, Phil Collins. <laughs> okay. Maddie. Um. Recently, probably "Good for You" by Olivia Rodrigo. Okay. Cassidy? Uh, plus the cards, my stars. <laughs> yeah. Good album. Next question. So, Jess, all time favorite album? I'm um, not really an album person, to be honest. But um, if I had to, uh, I don't know. I don't even like album. I like songs. Um,. Yeah, I don't know. Can I, can I pass? Why do I have to go first? Pass. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Cameron? Um, I do like Morgan Wallen's newest album. Okay. Abby? Um, Luke Combs, his album. <laughs> Great. Okay. Maddie? Um, anything by Harry Styles. I don't know what they're called. So <laughs> okay. Cassidy? Uh, I'm a big fan of, uh, Stardust, so okay. Yeah, next one, Jason. Um, all right. So, Jess, uh, who's your favorite athlete? Serena Williams. Ooh. Boss ass. I like yeah. that. I love Serena Williams. Cameron? Abby Rowe. <laughs> 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 oh, is it my turn? Yeah. Christine Sinclair is pretty awesome. Snatch. You go with that answer, Maddie? 
Mm, that is my same answer, what Abby said, Christine Sinclair. <laughs> okay, yeah. I heard that. <laughs> Cassidy? Yeah, I, that's, that got snapped right out. You, you can't ask soccer girls and not hear Christine Sinclair. <laughs> oh, come on. Come on. Well, not, well, not and I, I'm not, I'm, I gotta support the women here. I can't. Oh, of course, 1,000%. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next question. So, Jess, last show you binge watched? Um, binge watch. I don't really watch TV, but I used to live with Abby, and <laughs> I'm embarrassed to say this, like super embarrassed. Oh, no. <laughs> we were reliving our like pre-teenage <laughs> years, and we were watching Die. Vampire Diaries. It's so. I just watched that. Oh, I thought you were gonna say oh, Pretty sorry. Little Liars. <laughs> and Pretty Little Liars. Oh my gosh. Honestly, I thought you guys were gonna say a Disney show, like just some Disney show. Yeah, oh, we do that too. Yeah. <laughs> we shamelessly love Vampire Diaries. But uh, yeah, Cameron, that last show you binge watched? Uh, definitely Friends. Just watched that on repeat until they took it off Netflix. So. <laughs> okay. I mean, it was the same answer that I just said. Uh, no, Cobra Kai. Loved oh. it. Maddie. Um, The Circle USA. Can anyone see that? It's on Netflix. Great, great show. Yeah. Oh. Is that the social the social media one? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cassidy. Um, binge watch. My partner and I just finished watching The Watchmen. Super okay. good. Yeah. Okay. That or shamefully Bridgerton. Okay. Oh, uh, if you guys could spend a day or sorry, yeah, if you could spend a day with someone dead or alive, who would it be? Hmm. I think. Elon Musk. Okay. I'm definitely gonna agree with Jess on this one and Elon Musk just to see how he thinks for a day. Just. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't want to make it like a sad mood or anything, but I would definitely be spending the day with my grandpa, who passed away two years ago. Okay. Who I yeah, would Yeah, my grandmother died. The yeah, same thing two years ago. It was actually on my brother's birthday too, which is crazy too. Um, that's a whole different story. Hear that? Yeah. Maddie. I don't have a very good answer. I could pick any famous person. That would be an interesting day. See how their life works. Okay. Maybe. Um, what's his name? Uh, is Jason Momoa? Just like the picture of him with his two bodyguards has been trending, and that's the first place my mind went. Just to see like how it is. Okay. <laughs> Cassidy. Uh, I feel like Halsey and I would be best friends. Ooh, Halsey. I, I would choose though. I would choose to hang out with the Obamas. Brock and Michelle, I think they would be a great time to hang out with. I would love to hear all about what it's like in the White House, so. Yeah. No. Yeah, whew. This is the question, and this is the personal one. I like all you girls have been really nice. I like all of you now. We just met, but I like all of you. So this is gonna determine our friendship. So Jess, I'm gonna ask you first. Oh, by the way, before I ask the question, Jason, I when we do the finale, I gotta go back and listen to all the episodes and actually tell you that we're talking about. I'm winning. I'm, I'm telling no, you, I'm no, winning. No, listen, I'll check it. Okay, but here we go. Jess, do you like pineapple on your pizza? Oh my gosh, yes. I Hawaiian <laughs> Hawaiian is my favorite pizza. Hi, I see you. Yeah, I see you. Jess, we can be friends. Yes. Cameron? Not a chance. Okay, we can't be friends. <laughs> but no. Can't be <laughs> Absolutely not. Gassy, <laughs> yes, please. Yes, I have to uh... <laughs> I didn't know this. This has changed my opinion about all of us. <laughs> we were like, we always knew we were lovers, but like, yeah, I knew Cass, but I'm kind of disappointed. <laughs> and you don't like chicken and pineapple on your pizza? There's something wrong with you. If you don't like that sweet and salty combination, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, wine is my go-to pizza. Me? Oh my gosh, one percent. But. I know I'm going to lose on this one. So, Jason, let's go ahead. Uh, we have yet to have someone on the same side of the stage after this one. Okay. Milk before the cereal or cereal before the milk? Oh, my gosh. You're a psychopath. <laughs> another way. What? Cereal first, right? If you do milk before cereal, I don't, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> you know the ratio if you're just pouring in the milk. I do not do that. Like, I kind of want to do that just to see someone's reaction. Just be like, what are you, what are you doing? Oh, how much milk you put in? You don't even have the cereal yet. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 trust me. If you do if you do it for 10 plus cereal, you become a pro at it. Trust me. Yes. Ratios. Oh, so this, I watch, I listen, you listen to this episode. This man's like, golly, you, you trying to get the milk soggy. Who raised you? I'm like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> who raised you? 
But um, anyways, next question. So Jess, what's one thing people don't know about you? Um, the girls. Oh no. Hello. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Um, I don't know. Everything just went swiped away. Um, uh, the girls would laugh, but I can kind of sing opera. <laughs> We know that. Do it. We know that. <laughs> do it. I have to warm up, so we can't do it right now. That's her excuse every time. Wow. <laughs> um, I played piano growing up, all in like elementary and high school. So. Ooh. Abby. Um, I had a pet toad for six years <laughs> when oh. I was younger. Yeah. Many people wouldn't know that. Yeah. What about you, Maddie? Um, I'll go with Cam. I played the saxophone growing up. Cool. Cassidy? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I you don't know. I feel like I don't have any, like, hidden... Or just something no one knows about you? I'm gonna take, like, 50 seconds on this one now, because I can't think of anything. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's okay. Usually that's okay. I just say that, like, I write poetry, but everyone knows that now, so it's out. Okay. Uh, Jay-Z, you got the next one. Question number Hold 10. Hold up. I was not prepared for this one. Need, okay. Need. Sorry, Matt. Sorry. Phone knocks. Technical problems. Um, what's your favorite movie? That is a tough question. Um, I'm going to go with The Great Gatsby. I have been obsessed with it for many, many years. It's a solid choice, I think. So, Leo... Leo my Leo, I'm obsessed. With that. So, yeah, Great Gatsby. We'll go with that. Cameron, um, I'm probably gonna go with the Transformers movies. I like those. Abby, uh, I would say The Ugly Truth, a funny rom com. Uh, Maddie, I'm gonna go with all the Marvel movies, like the Marvel Universe. I'll just claim that as mine. Uh, Cassidy, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, and Harold and Maude. Okay. I want to never ask, answer this question, Jason. I want you to answer too. I'm like, just it's hard, but honestly, I might sound weird, but I don't care. I just love High School Musical. I just really? love it. Yo, Toy Story. Oh, that's a flex. Toy Story is a flex. Oh my God, yeah. The third one is fire, seriously. But for me, I just love High School Musical. I'm sorry. I can watch that, especially High School Musical 2. I can watch it over like 20 times. I've already watched it like 30 times. I'm sorry. <laughs> Basketball scene, right? It gets you every time. I know the songs too. You're, you're you know, hearing like, it while you're playing. Like, get your <laughs> yeah. the squeaks. The squeaks. Yeah. Like, yeah. The squeaks, and I was like, I don't know how to make that sound. Yeah. yeah. Fun fact: Did you guys know that Zac Efron actually was not singing in the first movie? Yeah, I heard that. He did not. Oh, sing. What a scam! I would have never watched that movie ever. But think about it, when you hear this guy sing, "We're soaring flat," it's not his voice. I'm like, bro. Your lip sync to another. Actually, Dejan singing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish that's the, this is actually the next question. What's one skill you wish you were good at? Just what skill? One wish you wish you were, one one skill you wish you were good at. Um, I wish I was good at soccer. <laughs> 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 no, I'm just well, <laughs> kind of joke. <laughs> no, no. Uh, one skill I wish I could like uh, jump really really high like. High jump, that'd be okay. cool. Okay, yeah. I say this all the time. I just wish I could sing. And that's been the most common answer. I just wish I could sing. Like I said, if I sing, I'm singing all the high school musical songs. I'm singing. You I'm can singing. sing. We just heard you singing. You can uh, sing. I practice it, but like I need like a real vocal coach. Like I told Jason a like, couple episodes ago, I'm a secret Demi Lovato fan, and the way that girl can sing is ridiculous. Like, if you heard a new album, if you hear a song Dancing with the Devil and Metal Last Night, I don't care. Especially, I don't know how they hit those notes. Especially Dancing with the Devil. She's like, Lord, I'm sorry. And she just goes, I'm like, yo. Mariah Carey's high notes? Oh my gosh. Like, Mariah Carey, Mariah Carey, Demi Lovato, Christina Aguilera, Whitney Houston, like, all those people can sing. Ariana Grande, like, those are ones like they don't need, like, auto tune. Like, they can just flat out sing. These, these new melodic singers are just, yeah. But um, yeah, Kevin, what's one skill you wish you were good at? I'll definitely say singing as well. Even just like driving in the car, like listening to myself, I'm like, I am terrible. <laughs> you can turn the volume up so you can't hear us. <laughs> like, exactly, you can't hear yourself singing. Yeah, 
Yeah, like Jason, I did my song last year, like that Black Lives Matter song. Jason, at the end, I did, I did a harmonizing. Jason, I needed so much auto tune. Like I can stay on key, but like honestly, when I was in the studio and they they actually put the auto tune, my voice was like, yo, I actually sound like a singer. No way. <laughs> But yeah, that was honestly good. I'll send I'll send y'all that link later. But um, yeah, Abby, well, what's what skill you wish you were good at? Uh, I wish I could play guitar. That would be cool. Ooh, but yeah, what about you, Maddie? What's one skill you wish you were good at? Um, I wish I was good at drawing or painting, like any of the fun art things. Cool. What about you, Cassidy? Um, I always wish I was a dancer, like a trained dancer. Ooh, that would be break dancer. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Jason, you, you have next one, question number 12. Okay, this is a crazy one. Sometimes it's like hard for some people to, you know, comprehend, okay? It makes you think. If you're in an alternate universe, okay, different timeline, what would you be doing? I strongly believe I am living my alternate universe life right now. <laughs> I straight up, I packed my bags like almost two months ago now, and I just moved out to Calgary. I'm just living my best life, right? I couldn't imagine my life being better at this point. Honestly, I go to the mountains every weekend. This is what I would be doing if I wasn't doing this. Wow. Okay, that's sick. You're winning Cameron? life right now, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> you. What about you, Cameron? I definitely love to be traveling the world. Like even this pandemic, like usually like there's, I had so many trips booked last year and then even this year, like even just going down south or something, like I, there's so many places I want to see and feel like there's not enough time, but I just love to go traveling. So, what about you, Abby? Yeah, I think like a nice big road trip or something. I don't really like planes, so a road trip would be perfect. <laughs> I'm thinking my alternate universe likes planes, so who knows? Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Maddie? Um, I'll stay on the trend of traveling, but definitely hit every Disney World or Disneyland on the way. Mm. That would be my best life. Yeah. What were you guessing? Building a rocket ship or something. <laughs> or I'd just be like in, I would be on Mars or something, hanging out, like doing something completely sublime and weird and wacky. Okay, cool. Final question. Yes, we're at the final question. So same order. So Jess, if you had the chance to go back in time to your first year, and do your entire career all over again, would you change anything? And if so, what? Oh my gosh, yeah. One moment came right to my head, literally. I, last game of the season, got completely <laughs> knocked out, dead, on the ground, concussed. Like, I would take that moment back in a heartbeat. I didn't even remember my name. I didn't remember the day. <laughs> and some of the girls were on the field with me. <laughs> I was just so out of, I would take back that moment for sure. Yeah. <laughs> what were you, Cameron? Oh, you're mute. All right, sorry. <laughs> um, I don't know, like I love my program and where I can go with it, but maybe something, try something different. Maybe like vet, like veterinarian or something like that. Okay, what were you, Abby? Um, I would go back to the Carlton game in Ottawa, my third year, third game in, that corner kick, I would, tweak that a little bit so I didn't break my wrist. <laughs> horrible. Wow. What were you, Maddie? Um, I don't think I would change much. I mean, I didn't get any crazy injuries, luckily. So I think, you know, it's a good four years. Maybe get rid of COVID if that's an option. But I don't I, think that's a choice. Instead of the obvious, obviously COVID, that's the obvious. Yeah. <laughs> Besides that, I think it was pretty good. Okay. What were you, Cassidy? Sorry if my internet gets wonky um, I would, can I be savage with this? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I would go back to the last playoff game last year and I'd have a little word with the people that were going to take the penalty shots before they did and say, are you sure? Wait me on the choices, no yeah. thanks. Love and peace. Love <laughs> <laughs> to everyone, but I am bitter. Yeah, yeah, I would. I would. Yeah, I'm with I'm that. I like that. I like that. We talked about um, uh, teammates before, but just all of you, I guess you guys can all sit together. If you guys would sum up your teammates in one word, what would it be? Hardworking. Uh, yeah, seriously. Yeah, tough. Especially, especially since you guys seem pretty close to your alumni, right? Oh, well, we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have a surprise. Yeah, so we have a surprise for you. So obviously this year has been really tough. And obviously, you know, we didn't get, people didn't get the way to end it the way they do, you know, with the senior night and, you know, celebration and whatnot. So with every episode we do, we always usually have, you know, some of the teammates say goodbye to you guys. So just check out this video.
Ooh. Hey guys, just wanted to congratulate you on a successful four years. We're gonna miss you so much. You guys have done so much for the program and have really set the bar high for expectations. You'll be missed and thank you for being such an amazing teammate on and off the field. Love you guys. Congratulations and happy senior send-off to Abby, Cass, Cam, Jess, and Maddie. I hope you celebrate in the best way that you can. Bye! Hi seniors, since the moment I met you guys, we clicked instantly. All of you come to practice ready and you all motivate me to be a better version of myself. I'm going to miss your guys' energy on and off the field and good luck on your guys' future endeavors. Hey seniors, I just wanted to say thank you for everything you guys have done for the program and I'm going to miss playing with you guys in the upcoming season. You always help to keep the training environment competitive and I wish you guys all the best in your future endeavors. Hey guys, I just want to say thanks for being such good teammates over the past couple years. It's been really nice to have that constant support and motivation both on and off the field so we're definitely going to miss you. Good luck with everything. What's good, you guys? Just wanted to hop on here and say a huge thank you and a sad farewell to all of our seniors, Jess, Ab, Cass, Cam, Maddie. It's been an absolute pleasure and an honor to have played alongside you ladies and all of your talent and to have you as a role model both on and off the field. You guys will be missed by everyone and I wish you all the best of luck in your future endeavors. Hi guys, just wanted to pop on here and wish you guys a happy retirement. I know the last couple years haven't exactly gone as planned, which I know what that feels like, but I'm so proud of you all for sticking it out, finishing your four years. I wish you all the best moving forward and I miss you a whole bunch. Hey guys, I just wanted to say thank you for all the hard work you put into this year. You guys are great role models and great vets. You taught me what it means to be a Laker even in a season like no other. I just want to wish you the best with your future and I'm going to miss you all. Hey Lakers, LT here. I just want to say congratulations on all your accomplishments thus far. You'll always remember your time as a Laker, but the real fun's about to begin. I wish you the best of luck on all your future endeavors. Hi, thank you seniors for being so welcoming and um, making sure that all of us are perfectly welcome and we're just one big family and good luck to your future um, endeavors. Hey, Jess, Abby, Cam, Cass, and Maddie. I just wanted to congratulate you graduating players on commendable Lakers careers. You girls are so hardworking, have overcome so much adversity, and continue to let your positivity and leadership shine through. That's the legacy you girls are going to leave behind for future players and Lakers. Lots of love for you all, and take care. Hello, class of 2021. It's Sarah. I just want to congratulate you guys for persevering through such a tough year. I know it hasn't been easy, but if anyone can do it, it's you guys. I'm so proud of all the hard work you guys have put in your entire university experience, and I'm honored that I had the privilege to witness it firsthand and play alongside you ladies. It's truly given me experiences and memories that will last for a lifetime. So, Here's this next chapter in your lives. We're all so excited for you. And here's an official welcome to the Grandma Club. Hey girls, just wanted to say congratulations and welcome to the Lakers Alumni Club. You are officially old, but really it was an honor to have played alongside all of you. So thank you for being such great teammates. You're all amazing soccer players and even better people. Good luck in your future endeavors, whatever you choose to do. I know you'll do great things. Hope to reconnect soon because I miss you guys. Congrats again. Yay. Hey girl, just wanted to say thank you for everything you've done for the team. And despite the circumstances we had this year, each one of you guys always stayed positive and it was a great experience being able to play alongside each one of you guys. And you guys will all be missed. Hi seniors. Um, I just wanted to jump on here and thank you for everything that you've done over the last four years for the program. Getting the opportunity to play with each and every one of you is an experience that I will cherish forever um, and such an amazing opportunity. 
thank you for showing us what it means to give 110% on the field, off the field, every day, every game, every practice, no matter the score, no matter the circumstances. Um, we're gonna miss you all so much, but know that you guys are gonna do amazing things. Hey Lakers, it's Megan. I just wanted to say congratulations on graduating. You've all worked so hard to get to where you are today. It's been an absolute honor to play beside you guys for my four years of university. And throughout those four years, I've not only watched you grow as soccer players, but as strong, intelligent, beautiful women that you are today. Hey seniors, I just wanted to say thank you for everything over the past four years, all that you've brought to the team and the program. You guys should be super proud of all that you have accomplished. You've been amazing teammates and friends and role models. Um, I'm so grateful for all of the memories from potlucks to road trips to games practices and everything in between and i wish each of you the best of luck in your future endeavors and i know that you'll succeed at whatever you do in the future once a laker always a laker Aww. well you will just start oh, with you. so cute <laughs> thank you guys for putting that yeah that's awesome yeah, that's really nice. no problem jess i'll start with you so you have the, you guys you have final word yeah that was wow <laughs> just seeing some of the girls like i haven't seen them since first year hearing from them is is so nice and you could just tell i, I was looking over a couple of times at all our faces and we just smile <laughs> the little uh, smiles yeah just it, it made me almost i was almost teared up i don't know if the music if it's the music or oh, oh, me. Oh, the I, sentimental I, music I, music I, was getting me i said it the first episode, if you guys i don't know if you girls saw the first episode we did with the girls robots if you saw their reactions but if you didn't go watch it like they were bawling have you guys seen it have you seen it or no uh, I didn't see their reactions. No, I, I quickly glimpsed over it though. Yeah. I'll, send, I'll send the link to watch, watch, watch it after. Trust me, they were balling. Oh, they were balling. But I can't say your final word. No, that was definitely super, very nice. Like it's, we didn't, it wasn't a typical graduation year or anything like no athletic banquet, no graduation, couldn't see anyone finally. So it was nice to get those nice words and to see everyone again. Abby? Yeah, that was super cute and just super nice seeing like everyone from like our current team now to the alumni, stuff like that. It was, that was awesome. Maddie? Yeah, it was nice seeing people haven't seen in a long time, like shoots, haven't seen her since my first year and we were in this like same program, same classes, even though we were four years apart. So it was really nice. Thank you. And lastly, Cassidy. Yeah, that, that was uh that was very special for me. I loved hearing from all of our, like, we even had some rookies in there, we had current girls. And then there was, yeah, there was definitely a few of them where I had a big smile, LT and Sarah and and, uh, and Meg and, and all those girls. So it was a nice, I felt like we were welcome into the old ladies club. So <laughs> we've got a good base of strong, intelligent, beautiful women, like Meg said. And as Mick said, once a Laker, always a Laker. So Shout out to my vet Delaney. <laughs> yeah. Jason, you have you have the final word. You want to say anything to this girl before we let them go? Best of luck in the future, guys. I mean, I hope post-secondary is great. And for the two returning, I mean, I hope you guys have an amazing season. So yeah, best of luck, guys. Yeah, best of luck to all of you seriously. And thank you for coming out seriously. I really enjoyed this one. I think me and Jason can both say that we really had fun with this. You guys, once again, you girls are really just chill. You guys were able to open up and just talk about stuff. So thank you all for coming in, seriously. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you for organizing this. Hmm. No, no problem. And that's a wrap on another edition of the Lakers Locker. I want to thank all the seniors from the women's soccer team for joining us. You can find the videos interview on YouTube and listen to the full interview on all podcast streaming platforms. Thank you girls again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.